We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Day More NBA podcast brought to you by Blue Wire Podcasts. Yes, sir, a win. Timberwolves 109, Cavs 104. And tonight was the Anthony Edwards game. I mean, there have been plenty of flashes from Edwards this season before tonight, but but really those, those previous flashes had come, you know, on the backdrop of a 5 for 16 shooting performance or some big plays and just straight up garbage time. But but tonight, tonight Anthony Edwards had his best game of the of his career of the season, you know, and, and it came in a win 23 points, five boards, four assists, one block, one steal, zero turnovers. And he did it. I think most encouragingly, you know, on efficient shooting Edwards made four of his seven, three point shots tonight and five of his eight, two point shots. This was the the first game in the last 10 games that Edwards had shot over 50% from two. I mean, he'd been, he'd been having success. He'd been getting to the spots, but he hadn't been converting, and, and and tonight that was the difference. You know, the, the problem hadn't been getting getting looks at the rim. He was getting those. It was converting those looks around and through defenders. I mean, obviously Edwards Edwards has been getting a rookie whistle all year. You know, he had a, he had a stretch there in early January where over the course of five games he only shot two free throws, and that wasn't because he wasn't going to the hoop and settling. He just he just for one reason or the other just wasn't getting whistles. And, and tonight I thought he kind of shown how he's taken that in and brought, started to bring, you know, a different sort of plan to to his attack game. You know, I thought he found he found a way to play with force at the rim, but also with finesse. And rather than, you know, he just kind of had that just go dunk on him mentality. But rather than going through dudes, tonight he, he got into the lane and, and he went around them. He incorporated that Euro in spots where he had previously just been trying to dunk on people. I mean, obviously, we all love dunks. Dunks are great. The one over Reisman, it was insane. But 
for Edwards to be successful, he's got to find a way to add something to that. If he's going to be, you know, if he is going to be a 50% shooter at the rim at least. And tonight he did. He, he, he found that success. And this, this showed that the best version of Anthony Edwards, whether that's this year or in years to come, is as a three-level weapon. He's a guy you let play. He's a guy you give the freedom to do, to play his game at all three levels. He needs to, one, you know, he needs to have that pull-up jumper off the dribble from three. Two, you know, he's got he's to be able to get in the mid-range area and either distribute from there, which he's shown, or get in that zone and pull up for a mid-range J. And, and then he needs to be able to have that force at the rim through both power and finesse. That's the full package. That's the full package for Anthony Edwards. And tonight, really, for the first time this year, we we saw that all come together. And on, on tonight's show, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple of different things, but I do want to focus on Edwards. I, I wanna I wanna not only go into how the Wolves were using him, but but who Edwards is now playing with, being as he's become a member of the starting lineup these past two games. And related to that, we're gonna get into you know the role D'Angelo Russell plays there. D'Lo scored 19 points tonight, which is less than, than the 27 he had in the, the San Antonio win and the 25 he had in the Utah win. But I thought for Russell, this was, uh, this was the... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Win that he most impacted winning in. And for him, it, it, it's good to see that show up not only in, in the scoring. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up uh, the pod with some shout-outs for Malik Beasley, Jalen Noel, and Jaden McDaniels. I mean, those guys are all they're all showing me something, quite frankly, I, I, I wasn't expecting this year. But first, we're going to start uh, with a little more on Edwards, including his yet again hilarious uh, post-game commentary. But quick, we'll start with a, with a little break. So the biggest change on the surface related to Anthony Edwards is that he started tonight. And and this move to the starting lineup a game ago means a pretty big change in who he's sharing the floor with, right? What that means right now is way more time on the floor with uh, the, the two best players on the team, D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley. Before moving to the starting lineup, Edwards shared the floor with both Russell and Beasley for only 55 minutes in the first 17 games. In these last two games... He's almost doubled that number, 51 minutes over the last two, 24 in the Philadelphia game with both those guys and 27 tonight, 27 of his 30 minutes were with both Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell. And I asked him post game about how that impacts his role in, in this Timberwolves backcourt. And you started the last two games uh, specifically next to D'Angelo Russell. And I'm just uh, curious what your, 
you're feeling is, in terms of comfort out there with him specifically? It seemed like you guys were both kind of running things in the backcourt together. Um, I mean, you know, it's just we got me, D'Lo, and B's in the backcourt as far as, like, guards that can make plays and make shots. So we just feed off each other energy, really. That's the main thing. When you're playing with scoring guards like that, and does that make things easier, open up the offense for you when you play with both those guys? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely, because they can't help off them. They can shoot. They can't help off me because I can shoot every now and then. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it just makes things e easier for me to get to the rim because if I attack D'Lo's side, they can't help. If I attack B's side, they can't help. They help, and I just kick it, and it's a three-pointer. Couldn't have said it better myself. If they help, boom, it's a three-pointer. Easy. That dude, that dude speaks in text message. It's like six words, and you get the point. Move on. But a little more, a little more technically, though, what the Wolves were running, if you watch the game, you, you probably saw this, is, is the Wolves kind of changed up their offense. They were running a two, a two high guard set now that Edwards was in the mix, which is a change for them. Typically, right, like it's it's been the one player up top, whether that's D'Lo or Rubio. And, you know, that guard is looking to pre put pressure, or, or McLaughlin, you know, is looking to put pressure on the center of the def defense. That's the whole the whole drive and kick ethos, right? Like they're trying to get in there and either shoot or create for others. But in this, when you have two guards up high, as they did with Edwards and D'Lo tonight, you have a little more east-west optionality. And how they were lining it up with the with the starting group was that both D'Lo and Ant are up top, up high in the left and right quads. And then Malik Beasley and Josh Okogi were in the right and left corners. And then there was Ed Davis, who, who started tonight. Um, with both Cat and Nas Reed, were they were both out, and and Ed is up at the is up at the top of the key, and he's there to either be a screener for D'Lo or Ant, or to be a, a dribble handoff partner. And this happened a lot tonight. If if that be if that becomes a dribble handoff between Davis and D'Lo, then you have D'Lo coming off that screen towards the opposite side of the floor, which is Ant's side of the floor, and that's that's the whole east east west part of it. And from there, if it's a good screen, right, then Ant's defender is kind of put in jail because he's standing there and he has to choose between helping on D'Lo, who's moving that direction, who now has an advantage off of the screen, or the defender has to, you know, choose to stay home on Ant. And what happened a lot tonight was was how Cleveland guarded it is they had the defender come over to D'Lo. So that help means that meant a, a kick to Ant for a catch-and-shoot three or that advantage has now shifted to Ant to attack because his defender is out of position, and really it was it was a pretty it was a pretty thing. Like it, it's it's as nice as the the Wolves' catless offense has looked, and it, it it's pretty because it works really as a defense. If that screen is set by Davis right up there at the top and it's solid, there's nothing you can really do to combat the Wolves from getting that advantage unless you switch the big onto Russell, which. Probably isn't a good idea for the defense because now you got a switch mismatch. So I asked Saunders kind of about this whole too high look that they were running post game. Ryan, uh, two games now starting Anthony next to D'Angelo, and it, it looks like you're you're being intentional about a kind of a two guard high set there. What are you seeing out of that pairing um, in in your backcourt, if you want to call it that, um, offensively? Yeah, I mean they're they're two scoring guards. Um, they're they're guys who have a knack for putting the ball, you know, in, in the basket. Um, and maybe they do it in different ways uh, where, you know, Ant maybe does it with more force, um, getting to the rim. D'Lo does it with a little more finesse, um, you know, in, in certain certain areas. 
but you know, having a two guard front, you know, and letting those got two guys play off each other, you know, it, it makes it tougher on defenses um, as, as to who you're going to support off. Um, so I, I like that, you know, either one of those guys who, who are, you know, good shooters as well, um, pulling behind, especially as we get into pick and roll action, we get into high split action, you know, the things that we like to do there. Now, when I'm thinking about what Ryan's describing right there, you know, I, I'm thinking about the thing to get excited about is picturing Cat in that split action with Ant Delo instead of Ed Davis. You know, Ed Davis did a good job. He creates his advantage, a good screen setter, good at dribble handoffs, whatever. But if Ed Davis is creating an advantage for you just by setting good screens, what happens when that screener is also the best pick and pop player in the league? You know, th- this is where this is where you do the this is all the wolves of a top ten offense thing. I mean, that's the offense you envisioned if you were the person who were saying the wolves can have a top ten offense this season. Because again, it comes down to what do you, how do you counter that? How do you counter that defensively? You basically have to switch those actions, and to do that, it's got you got to be a like a Miami Heat style team where you're switching every one of those screens with a Bam out of bio, a Jimmy Butler, a Godala, whatever. And just about every team the Wolves are going to be playing against doesn't have those three guys. I mean, Cleveland clearly can't do that, and even if they could, that the counter to the counter is that the Wolves have. The Wolves can attack switches. I mean, this Wolves team has plenty of weaknesses, but being able to isolate is not one of them. Like, isolation, isolation is is the strength of this team. I mean that that's an area where Delo has always de- derived his most efficient production. Last season, once he came over to Minnesota, Delo generated one point three points per possession in isolation. That's 96th percentile. And it wasn't, I mean, that was a small sample size. That was 12 games. But the, you know, 30, 40 games he played with Golden State before he came over, he was 83rd percentile. And that's not even the best weapon. You know, Cat's the best weapon in that, right? He's a beast in isolation too. He generated 1.1 points per possession in isolation last season. 91st percentile. And then you think about him in that action with a, the, when it's a, an isolation off of a pop, right? That's a, that's a catch and shoot situation. So he can either obviously shoot it, which he does at a very high level, or, or functionally, a spot-up situation is just another type of isolation if you're attacking a closeout. And that's what Cat's the best at. 1.3 points per possession in spot-ups last year, 94th percentile. Those are winning situations with Cat. And then you go to Ant, which sounds like the third best option of those three, but, I mean, that's been the one through – his whole rocky, inefficient season, that's been the one area where Ant's been awesome this year. He's generating 1.65 points per possession this year in isolation, which is literally 100th percentile, best in the league. That's all a long way of saying that the Wolves have counters for the defensive counters they might see when they're running their actual offense through their weapons. And obviously this is all very theoretical. I just painted the picture of the, an unimpeachable, perfect offensive system when I lay it all out like that, and I clearly, clearly that hasn't been the case. The Wolves, the Wolves ranked dead last in offensive efficiency this season. They're far, far from this. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that if this works, that this is what it would look like. It would look like a three-man action up top with Cat, D'Lo, and Ant, with players spotted up in the corner to catch and shoot around them. And, and that catch and shoot bit, that's a, it's actually a good place to transition to Malik Beasley, who was, again, 5 of 11 from three-point range tonight. Again, he led the team in scoring. I mean, Malik has just straight up become an elite catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. 
And with Malik, unlike the you know how the cat and D'Lo and Ant thing is all sort of theoretical, I mean, it isn't for Malik. I mean, he's taken 146 threes this season, almost eight per game, and he's made 38.5% of them. Th- those numbers are that high, and he's been this consistent because he came into the season ready. I mean, Saunders said it tonight, and he said it multiple times this season. Malik is in the best shape on the team. For That's so important for a player that's moving as much as he does on offense. It's it's not just a having your wind thing. I mean, your legs have to be in great shape to be constantly moving and still able to load up with the same power on every on every shot. And when I watch Malik's footwork, I mean, that that's the most important, most impressive thing to me is his his shot remains consistent. It's been the most, the single most consistent thing on the Timberwolves this year has been Malik Beasley as a shooter. At the end of tonight's game, I don't, I don't know if this, I probably didn't pick up on the TV broadcast, but Malik just kind of walked over to the corner of the floor as the final buzzer sounded, and he was just kind of like looking at his hands. And I, I couldn't hear exactly what it said, but it looked something like a just a deep breath and a, a finally finally we did it so in his post game his post game media session jace asked him a question about the the off-ball shooting i followed that up just asking him you know what was going through what was going through his head when that final buzzer went off then you really excel off the ball offensively obviously you have to be in great shape for that but other than that what's the key to being good i mean consistently find ways finding ways to get yourself open without the ball uh just watching film and studying guys that are really good off the ball uh, I put in a lot of work this all season and the season before. I'm learning how to play without the ball. Um, that way I can help my team out. And uh, it pays off. Last question, Dane. Malik, it looked like at the end of the game, you kind of walked over the corner of the floor and just had a, just kind of took a deep breath, like we got this one. What what was kind of, what, what was kind of going through your head at, at that moment there? Uh, just glad we finished the game out and won the game. You know, we've been in situations where we've lost those these type of games before. Um, so just breathing and, and, and taking it in that we got to win and, you know, see your growth. Um, we literally been growing every day. Uh, we got another injury today, another guy out, and, you know, we took advantage of that. And, um, you know, sometimes you got you to gotta take the little victories, and this is, this is a huge victory. So you know, breathe it in, you know, got to move on and play tomorrow. Before I close this one down, this is the front end of a back-to-back. We'll keep it, we'll keep it quick. I do want to shout out Jaden McDaniels and Jalen Noel. Um, it might not have popped as much as Anthony Edwards' game, which I think that was Edwards' best game of his career, but I thought tonight was also Jalen Noel's best game of his career. Obviously, you know, Noel hasn't been in the rotation a lot over the two years, but over these past three games, he's playing about 20 minutes a night. He played 20 tonight, and and he had a career-high 13 points. I think I think Noel is, whether it was in you know, the preseason a little bit or in some of this action he's had this year, he showed the outlines of being a little microwave scorer off the bench that's his game he's not just a sit and spot up for catch and shoot guy for for him we're we're seeing this on the court he finds his rhythm off the bounce and and he had a little bit of that going tonight once the wolves you know are back at full strength do i think Jalen noel will be in the rotation probably not um but but i do think he left his mark enough to signal that he is a he's as good of an option as anyone on the deep bench kind of like you know, it's kind of like the wing version of, of Jordan McLaughlin. And, and side note, I just – Noel's defense is low-key pretty good. I do think if he ever cracks the rotation, 
in a real way, his, his commitment to that end, that'll be a that'll be a big part of it. And that is actually what Saunders was was saying post game about Jaden McDaniels um, in, in tonight's game. Saunders Saunders used the same language um, with McDaniels that he used about a, about a month back or three weeks or so back around Jared Vanderbilt before Vanderbilt became a starter. Uh, Saunders said post game that he was planning on closing the game with McDaniels. He said McDaniels is earning more minutes. It's making it impossible to not play him. That's the same thing he said about Vanderbilt. McDaniels had a great run from midway through the third quarter and went all the way through midway through the fourth. So so rather than just riding him out for like an 18-consecutive-minute stretch, Saunders said he gave McDaniels a little blow there um, in the middle of the fourth, and his intention was to bring him back in to close. And um, I, I, I was sitting there at the game, and I, I, was, I was curious to see who, who Saunders was going to close the game with. And it sounds like the intention was to be Davis at center, McDaniels at the four, and then Beasley, Edwards, and Russell. That kind of broke down a little bit because Davis fouled all the game, so Vanderbilt came in to close at center, and Okogie came in for McDaniels there in that little rest period. But again, Saunders was going to go back to McDaniels, but but then what happened was the starters kind of expanded the lead from that point, so you know Saunders left him in there. And and to be fair, Okogie, who came in for McDaniels, his Okogie had a couple big rips, um, one big one against Drummond at the end of the game, and those were those were really important plays down the stretch. They were the you know the Put your foot on the neck, sort of plays. And I think big picture when we just think about the Wolves' closing lineup, the what's going to happen it seems is that Saunders is going to surround Cat, D'Lo, and Beasley with with guys who've shown they can defend. And obviously, Ant is in the mix there too, more as an offensive weapon. But but Kogi and McDaniel's are you no, know, they're providing the best individual defense on this team right now. And because McDaniels is more of an offensive threat than a Kogi is on top of the defense, you know, it sounds like it sounds like Saunders is willing to give the the 19-year-old kid a real shot. And that's just, I mean, it's nuts. It's just, it's nuts how surprisingly good McDaniels has been this year. I mean, that he's a legitimate top option on this team, you know, a quarter of the way through the year. I mean, I guess the cynical people are like, wow, that's an indictment of the season. But like, at the same time, it, it, the other part of that's true. It's it's the most incur- most encouraging silver lining of the year is is what we're seeing from Jaden McDaniel's right now. I mean, I'm just very impressed with the way he just deletes space as a defender, and then on the other side of the floor, he attacks space with that same length and agility. He it really works on both ends, and I think this the the cool part with McDaniel's is you know you turn on a different. NBA game around the league and most teams are just kind of force feeding their first round rookies, you know, minutes this year. And and with McDaniels, I think it's kind of the opposite of that. I think he's earning these minutes. Obviously, he gets the opportunity due to the injuries and stuff they've had, but but Jane McDaniels is earning minutes. He's not just being handed them. All right. That is all for tonight. Wolves Cavs round 2 tomorrow in Cleveland. Uh, no Wolves player played over 31 minutes tonight, so I would like to think that everyone who played is again available on the back end of a back-to-back, but with this team, you never know. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if Nas Reed is is back in the mix too. He was a game-time decision tonight, and it seemed it seemed like it was a close one, so that would lead me to believe that he's likely a go on Monday or, you know, 
worst case Wednesday in San Antonio. We'll see. Um, I will be back tomorrow night after after the game in Cleveland. Uh, we'll see if the Wolves can make it two in a row, which is just a crazy. It just sounds crazy as that comes out of my mouth, but but it's true. <laughs> Winning streak. We will see. Um, until then, I'm Dane. Peace out. How I'm feeling, man. I hope it never stop, yeah. Green it hard so you can find me in the crowd, yeah, yeah. Don't let standards ever, ever bring you down, yeah. Hope you're dancing like nobody else Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.